Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey. This is Dwyer Brown. I played John Kinsella in the movie Field of Dreams, and you're watching the Amato Podcast. Hey, guys. Want to have a catch? Let's go, let's... All right, here we are today. We're talking to Wayne Randazzo. He is one of the voices of the New York Mets uh, radio uh, team, the other being Howie Rose, of course. Uh, welcome. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you being on. Let's just get it out of the way, and obviously... Uh, uh, this is virus is affecting everybody. Um, you know, I told you before, my son works for Rawlings, so he was shut down right away when they canceled all the college sports and, and Major League Baseball is on hold. Um, how are you? How are you holding up? Yeah, I mean, as best uh, you know, as anyone, everybody uh, that is close to me is healthy right now, which is the, the most important thing. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to get through it one day at a time here and, and hopefully get back to, you know, for everybody, get back to our normal lives. And, you know, of course, uh, we want to see all the strain that's being put on the healthcare system and healthcare workers, uh, you know, start to simmer down. So, uh, you know, our thoughts are certainly with everybody that's, that's kind of on the front lines of this. And, you know, we hope that uh, things can get back to normal for, for everybody as soon as possible. How do you? So your your talent is your voice, obviously, and your and your brain. How do you keep um, in practice? Well, you know, we, it was uh, spring training had just started, and you know, I, I do a lot of work in the off season with with football and college basketball, so I, I'm usually pretty busy. And uh, you know, it's been an unusual time here now. I think call almost or a little over three weeks since we last called a game on radio, and uh, you know, it's it's not what we expected at all. So. You know, as far as keeping in practice, you know, not not nothing really that I can do or that is as necessary to do. I, I've been, you know, voicing over a, a few things and and uh, just trying to stay sharp that way. But otherwise, you know, just uh, just waiting to see how this thing plays out and 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 hoping to get back to do what I normally do pretty soon. Yeah, no, definitely uh, for everybody. Um, how did you how did you first get involved with radio when you were younger? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of always something I wanted to do. I was, uh, you know, I was always a baseball junkie and uh, and a, and someone who really enjoyed broadcasting. On top of that, I I always kind of sunk my teeth into, you know, watching even local news as a young kid just to uh, just to see the broadcasts, not really to to get any news. 
Uh, I like just seeing how they handled the, the news. And, uh, you know, it was the same thing with baseball announcers and football announcers. And uh, that was really just something I wanted to pursue as a career when I could. So I did. I went to college for it and, um, you know, just kind of unraveled to the point where, you know, I was starting to make uh, enough of a headway to get some major league opportunities. And, you know, I was fortunate to, to land in New York and, and to work with Howie and at the time with Josh Lewin and, uh, you know, they, they were so welcoming and, and great to me on the Mets radio side and, um, you know, was, was able to make great relationships with everybody in the, in the Mets organization and with SNY and got to fill in on TV too as well. So, uh, you know, it's been great. I, I love being a part of the Mets organization and, you know, just an honor to be in the, in the long line of the great broadcasters they've had. Are you able to, while you're doing it, just kind of step back and realize like, wow. I'm, I'm working with next to Harry Rose is number one, yeah. but uh, just working for Major League Baseball or for the Mets. Yeah, I mean it's it's incredible every day to to step into uh, the stadium and to watch the games live, and you know I never take any of that for granted. I, I've seen a lot of people saying they're they're not going to take their lives for granted anymore. Um, I never really have. You know, I've always been extremely grateful for these opportunities and. Uh, to the Wilpon family and, and to first WOR and now WCBS. Uh, it's been fantastic. And, you know, it's, it's hard to um, get away from the history of it because in our radio booth, we have a huge picture. Almost the entire wall is taken up by a great photo that we have of Bob Murphy, Ralph Kiner, and Lindsey Nelson, the original three Mets broadcasters taken sometime in, in the 1960s that just kind of looms over our booth and, is just a, a constant reminder of, of the lineage that the Mets have in their booths over the years. Well, definitely radio is, is I enjoy listening to radio more than I actually like watching the games. Um, it, it just paints a different picture of the game. So you're definitely, you know, in everybody's heads and um, a part of the history of the team. Um, being next to Howie Rose, when you first came in and maybe did your first game, was it, was it a little overwhelming? Um, or, or were you able to just step in and do your thing? You know, as I, as a, a non-native New York, it probably would have been more overwhelming if I was from New York. I'm not. And so I didn't start listening to Howie until I was probably in college, or maybe even a little bit after college, when I was starting to just kind of you know, use the MLB audio package and, and listen around the league and start to think about, who styles I liked and who I liked listening to. And, of course, Howie was one of them. He's one of the best in the game. And, uh, you know, I'd always check in on Mets games just to hear Howie. So um, from that standpoint, it was it was very cool. And, you know, it, it's, it's really, for me, and this goes to Gary, too, it's more about just learning from those guys on a, on a daily basis. You know, and when I started, it was 2015 was my first year, and I was just so awestruck by how – Howie and Gary approach their daily jobs. I mean, they, they tackle every day as a new day. And in baseball, that can be hard to do. They, they never gave a day away. They never laid back, not once. And, you know, their questions and the interviews in the pregame interviews were always so well thought out, and so well researched. And uh, it was just it was just a true learning experience for me as, as a rookie major league announcer to watch those guys 
every day how they went about their business. Uh, I learned a lot just from watching them, not, let alone you know the, all the questions I had for those two over the last handful of years. So uh, you know, I feel like I'm much more of a polished announcer because of everything that I've seen them do uh, on a regular basis. Who 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 were your mentors when you were uh, coming up? Well, you're from Chicago. Yeah, you know, the voice of the Cubs, Pat Hughes, has always been someone that has listened to my tapes and, and given me feedback and encouraged me to, uh, you know, keep going and, and keep trying to make a career out of this. So he was pretty instrumental in helping me get to this point. And, you know, I know he put a good word into Howie for me when, when I was first uh, applying for the job back in 2015. So, uh, you know, he's, he's certainly someone that, that I wouldn't be here without. Um, my first internship was at WGN Radio in Chicago, one of the you know, most storied stations in the country. And at the time, they were still doing the Cubs game. So I got to know Pat a little bit then. And, you know, Andy Mazur, who was pregame show host for the Cubs at the time. And Mike Farron, who was really just a, a producer at WGN Radio, who hired me as an intern in 2005, who's now pregame and postgame show host for the Diamondbacks. And he works for MLB Network Radio. So... You know, all these guys have kind of st were stepping up for me at a, at a pretty young age to, to listen to my tapes and, and to tell me, you know, kind of what direction I should take and, and all that. I mean, they were they were so helpful to me early on. And, uh, you know, I, I took a lot of their advice and, and used it to uh, get where I am. How do you find your voice? How do you find your style? Is it is it always developing as you were coming up? Um, do you ever find yourself maybe sounding like somebody else because you, you admired them. Yeah, you know, I, I was, uh, as a kid, you know, I listened to a lot of broadcasters, and I always really liked Tom Brenneman's style. Hmm. Um, you know, I thought he was really good, and Pat and John Rooney and guys who were around the Chicago area. You know, when I started doing I did minor league baseball for about seven years. And, you know, those first few years when I was down in Alabama doing games for Mobile, that was the time to really hone your skills and be a fundamentally good play-by-play -play announcer and learn how to do this and, and and really just be in the lock yourself in a booth three hours every night in the middle of, of the South and the middle of the, these hot summers and just learn the craft. And I, I really feel like that, that. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It set me off into a different path because I was able to do that. I don't know how I would have done it without those reps in the minor league. Some guys don't. You know, I never did a minor league game. Oh. Uh, Gary did. So it's it's just it's different paths for everybody. Uh, but for me, it was instrumental to have those minor league years and to, to get those opportunities in a, in a low-pressure environment to do it. But I, I still think my style is developing. You know, last year was the first time I got to do 162 games in a season at the major league level. You know, before I was just, you know, I'd fill in here and there and, did about 30 or 40 games a year, but you know, now I'm doing them all, and I still think that my style in some ways is, is developing. What do you guys do when the game is just out of hand and it's, you know, 12 to 2, and um, it's just not a good game, uh, a good quality game? How do you stay in your in your zone? Well, yeah, we still got to be there, you know. We got to be there until the last out, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's – we try to have fun with it. It's not – that fun if the Mets are losing 12 to 2 if they're winning 12 to 2 that's a, that's a bit different but regardless of, of their outcome you know we're just trying to have uh, fun on the air and 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 present a good broadcast you know I think that it's important for us to be researched and it's important for us to to have all of our notes in place and and to know everything about the players that are coming into the game but I think it's important for us too to have a lot of fun unfortunately I worked with a guy who might be uh, the most fun uh, announcer in the major leagues in, in Howie who can keep it really light and, and, and has such a knack for timing on when it's a, a good time to be like that and when it's a good time to not because there are times where the game dictates that you have to be hyper-focused on it. And, uh, you know, I, I think I take my cues from him and, and just kind of uh, feel him out and, and and know where he's at to to give what I think is necessary for the moment. I watched the video yesterday you guys put out with with Howie and yourself um, from WCBS Radio 880 on YouTube. Um, the takeaway I got, I thought it was a great idea, was to to try you know whatever kind of season we're going to have, whether it's going to be you know cut in half, um, whether he's going to try you know they're going to try just to play the uh, divisional uh, competition. But Howie um, opened it up and said, you know, why it might be a great time to try um, all the different rule changes that they might want to implement and just just throw them out there and make it make it a really great, interesting uh, season, whatever type of season we have. Do you have any thoughts on that? What what type of season we're going to have or what we should do? Yeah, well, I, I do think that the biggest thing I would do in a in a shortened but hastened season you know i think it's going to be a, a furious pace to it where there won't be many off days and there will be a lot of double headers so you might see the extra inning rules come into play whether that's ties or whether that's putting a runner on second base 
you know, maybe as soon as the 10th inning, you throw that guy out there. Uh, I, I do think some of those things should be largely considered for what will be an unusual season. You know, beyond that, I don't know. Maybe they do put the DH in the National League this year as a test trial just to alleviate again as much of the pressure off the pitchers as possible because the pitchers are the one that are really going to be taxed here. You know, they're going to probably have a, a shortened revamp to the season because of spring training. They're not going to get off six weeks or, or certainly not even a month to get back going. So the pitchers are going to be behind once the real season begins. And then they're going to have all these extra games in a shortened amount of time. So it's going to be interesting for the pitchers especially. And I'm sure that baseball will allow a, a bunch of extra pitchers on the roster. I would imagine you know, the, the limit was supposed to be 13. That could be 15 or even 16. Or maybe even 17. I mean, they, they they are going to allow a lot of extra pitchers this year. And maybe to help them out, they just say, you know what, it'd be good to have the DH for the National League. So, yeah, I, I think we will see a, a, at least a few things that look different. And maybe uh, it does get more radicalized as, as, as we lose time here. I think in a weird way, this actually maybe, not that there's a benefit to it, but players who had injuries like Cespedes, uh, Judd Lowry, this 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 down off time has to benefit them in some way. Yeah, well, I think we'll get Yoannis on the field sooner as far as the beginning of the season is concerned. You know, Michael Conforto had that oblique injury uh, in spring training, and you know that'll be a non-factor once the season gets going for him. Uh, Judd Lowry, who knows? You know, Judd has still been battling this thing. It's been so long that. Uh, you really can't count on him for anything at this point. But, yeah, I'm sure an extra couple of months will help. Um, you know, it certainly has given the Mets some opportunities here to figure out their pitching now that Noah Syndergaard won't be a part of it for this season. So, you know, I, I still think they're in good shape. And, and really, if depending on the number of games, if it's only 80 games, there's no favorites and there's no underdogs in my mind. You know, even even the Marlins, I feel like in 80 game season, if you if there's an expanded playoff, even I wouldn't count them out to, to just go, you know, 40 and 40 and, and make the playoffs if there are so many teams that are going to be in it. So it's going to be an unusual year. Uh, but the point will be just to be out there and to play games again and, and to crown a champion. What is your take? Uh, I'm going to call it the mystique uh, of the injury situations with the Mets, where it just seems like they come out of the blue or you just never know all the information. Um, is that just something they keep very tight to themselves? Well, I don't think I don't think any team is is better or worse in that regard. I think that. We saw what the Yankees went through last year. I mean, they had lost almost everybody on their roster at one point or another. And already at the beginning of the spring, they were having trouble. Judge was going to be out. Stanton was going to be out again. So, you know, it, it, it happens because when you, when you think about the Mets, you think about pitching and you think about how they've relied so heavily on it. But pitchers are the most susceptible to injuries. Uh, and you're, now you'll have all of your starters that you relied heavily on at one point that underwent at least a Tommy John surgery now that Syndergaard has had it. So, you know, it's a tough game. And I, I think that the daily grind of it makes it so. And it's it's tough to keep players on the field in general. Uh, but I, I thought the Mets generally were, were pretty healthy last year. And I think that's part of the reason why it kind of feels 
uh, even more disappointing that they didn't make the playoffs because they did have health you know, pretty largely on their side. Mm-hmm. Um, can we just go around the, 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 the team a little bit and then uh, we'll just go from there. So Pete Alonzo obviously had a, a, a crazy season. Um, I still think even in a shortened season, he's going to be very, um, you know, destructive to pitching. Who's, as you just said, is going to be very vulnerable around the, around the league. Can he keep that pace up or do you think the, they'll catch up to him a little bit? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's tough for anybody to hit that many home runs in a, in any certain amount of time. I mean, 53 led the majors last year. So he was on a pace all to himself, let alone what he did as a rookie and as a Met, you know, something that's things that have just never happened before. So, um, you know, can he hit 50 home runs every season? I mean, sure he could in, in, in terms of theory, but as far as applying that and doing it, that's, that's a totally different thing. But I know that Pete is a tireless worker and has a lot of confidence and has a good approach at the plate and he has tremendous power so uh, you know to to think that he won't be a regular part of the league leaders and home runs uh, i think he will be and i, I think that uh, he's still he's still pretty young you know maybe a little older than most players at this point in their careers i mean he's 25 uh, this he's going he'll be 26 uh, in december so you know you're catching him really in the prime of his career at the beginning of his career so you hope that these next four, five, six years, you see some some monstrous numbers from him. Mm. How about Robinson Cano? I mean, obviously they need him to to be the Robinson Cano of the past. Um, I mean, he dealt with some injuries as well, so this has to benefit him. Yeah, I mean, it'll be good uh, for a guy like Robbie not to have six months of a season and and to keep those legs healthy for as long as he needs to. Um, you know, but he's still on, on the back end of his career and, and a guy who is advanced to an age where a lot of players don't stay productive. Very few have of the last handful of years stayed productive at the age he's at. Uh, that being said, Cano is, is a Hall of Fame generational type talent. And you just hope that his his curve downward is a little bit different than most players because of where he's starting from. Um, you know, last year, I think you kind of have to throw out a little bit because of, of the fact that he was ailing so badly. But, uh, you know, they hope this year they can keep him healthy. And, and again, if, you know, if Lowry is out there and some of these guys are around, Cespedes and, and Davis and uh, McNeil, you know, you, you could give Cano some time uh, to, to keep his legs as the season goes along. Although he's been kind of reticent to that uh, and, and not wanting to take much time off. But, but we'll see how it turns out for him. I was just going to ask you, what what if Cespedes is is ready to play? Um, what does the outfield look like? Well, he's another guy that I don't know that would play every single day. I mean, it's, it'd be a lot to ask for what he's gone through with his legs and his his heels and all that to play every single day and play twice a day if they're going to have all these double headers. So, you know, JD Davis will still get his time, and and Dom I think will still get his time as well, and. Um, you know, it's just it's 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 going to be nice for them to have Yoannis because he's I think still going to be a destructive hitter. You know, uh, watching his batting practice, live pitching, but uh, there was some simulation of that as well. It's very clear that he could still hit, and mm. uh, I think he'll put up some numbers with regard to that. Now, you know, the running and the outfield play might not look like how it used to, but I think the I think the bat will still be there. And they're going to mix in Jake Marisnik, who I actually I like a lot. I think he's going to uh, help out a ton out there. 
Yeah, defensively, he's as good as anyone. He's, he's got great speed, and, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. I think Ryan Cordell made a good impression in, in mm-hmm. camp this year, another guy who's kind of similar to Marisnik in, in terms of speed and defense and uh, a good athlete. So I, I think they've, they've tried to insulate themselves as well as possible, and uh, we'll see. hopefully they'll get a chance to, to put it to use on the field. And uh, last, the pitching, the starting pitching and the relief pitching that the Marcus Stroman trade obviously is very important now because they lost uh, Noah. Um, how does the back end of the rotation kind of stack up? Well, I think they're okay as far as, as five. Now, this might be a season where you kind of need six. So, you know, does Seth Lugo finally get that chance to be a starter? Uh, does Robert Gesellman get a look? You know, some of these guys, these 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 you know, minor league types, you know, will Drew Smith be ready now that he's been given uh, some extra time here? Uh, David Peterson looked good in spring training. So I think it's going to be all hands on deck for a lot of teams as far as the pitching goes. And, you know, the richer you are, the stronger you are in terms of your pitching. Uh, I think the deeper you are, the, the better off you're going to be. So um, for a team like the Mets, even without Syndergaard, I still think they're in pretty good shape. And, uh, you know, as long as guys like Michael Waka and, and Porcello and, and Mats are healthy and, and can give you some valuable innings, I think that will be uh, beneficial to them. So if I made you guess right now, um, give us some good news. <laughs> when do we see when do we see baseball? I, I don't know. I don't know when we're going to see it. And I don't know when, um, you know, what, what that will look like. You know, we just you hear so many different things every day. Um, I know that they're committed to play. I know that they are committed to play well beyond the norm uh, in terms of the calendar. You know, baseball usually ends around Halloween, sometimes leaks into early November. I think they are committed to playing well beyond that. You know, if that's Thanksgiving or even into early December, I think we'll see baseball at, a, at an unusual time of the year, uh, which I think is okay. I think people want to see them on the field as long as possible. And I think that, you know, the West Coast teams and, and those stadiums will be used for playoff games or World Series games if necessary. You know, I saw a, a rumor or a speculation or, or you know, some sort of uh, sourced report that uh, Dodger Stadium as the all-star host this year instead would be the neutral site World Series host. Mm. Um, so, you know, there's, everything's on the table, but I I know that they are committed to get out there. You know, June sounds optimistic, quite frankly. Um, you know, you might be looking at July before they get going, but even so what I, what I think is important for them is that even if it's August, that I think it's okay. If it's, if it's an 80 game season or if it's a 60 game season, I think it's worth them going out there and playing and and having something this year. I, I don't unless unless it truly gets to the point where it's it's September and you're still not out there, then maybe you cancel the season. But I, I don't think they should make that move until it's totally to the point on the calendar where where it just makes sense to. Um, you know, I'd hate for them to say we're not going to play and we're going to cancel the season in May. Um, you know, I, I think they need to wait this out as long as possible and, and realize that, you know, even a completely shortened, unusual season, 50, 60 games is better than nothing. And, uh, you know, it, it might be unusual. You might have to crown a World Series champion that 
you know, maybe wouldn't have won it in any other year, but but so what? I think people just want to see the game and, and be at the games and, and celebrate it, and, and hopefully, at the very least, they'll play, even if there are no fans, but of course, you know, it won't be the same, and, and we want to see uh, full stadiums again. Uh, we'll take anything. Anything that they have to offer will be fine. Um, what are you What are you doing every day now? Is it just to keep yourself busy? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's just a tough uh, thing, you know, just uh, just trying to, you know, reading more and you know, watching Netflix like everybody else, and uh, you know, weather's warming up, so maybe go outside for a run and, and get back inside as, as quick as possible. Um, you know, my my daughter's doing e-learning and all that, so there's uh, there's an adjustment there for her too, and. Um, you know, just uh, just trying to keep everybody uh, in line here as as far as uh, you know, staying healthy and, and, and staying optimistic that this will uh, be over soon. So, you know, we'll see. I, I, everything's good on my end, and you know, I, my thoughts are just that everybody uh, that's that's suffering right now, and the people that are that are ill or that have lost family members or close friends because of this, and and all the healthcare workers, especially the people in New York who are, are really battling this thing. And, uh, you know, I, we're just worried about them and, and, and hoping that uh, things get better soon. Awesome. Wayne, I appreciate it. It's great to hear your voice. It's good to see you. Um, okay, yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks a lot. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Appreciate it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you're looking for social media content for your contracting business, painting contractors, carpenters, electricians, any type of contractor, please check us out on Instagram at Amato Media or check us out on LinkedIn. We can definitely help you all out. So have a great day.